everybody. Welcome to the first episode of The Angry Hour. My name is Isabella, and today I have... Carly Gum. And today we're going to talk about things that we hate. Actually, that's what this whole podcast is about. But today, specifically, things that Carly hates. Things that I hate, or mutually hate with Isabella. Um, to start us off with probably one of my biggest hates ever is bananas. I hate them. I disagree. I hate them so much, and I have so many reasons. First main reason is that the seeds on the inside, and yes, I said seeds. Yes, I did. They smell and taste awful, and it ruins the whole experience. Because can I eat the outside of the banana? Yeah, if I peel it off of like, like you know, the banana is like a circle, right? And the seeds are in the middle. If I cut off the sides, they taste fine. But that's so much work because of those stupid little seeds. I hate them. I have I have a thing with texture and with seeds. And I've never thought about seeds in a banana. It is something like even when I was little, my poor sweet grandmother... Um, would take a toothpick when they'd make us breakfast in the mornings and pick out all of the seeds and bananas when they'd give us, like, fruit in the morning. She would take them all out for me because even as a little kid, I hated them. I can't with bananas. I can't with banana-flavored things, banana scents. Um, it really bothers me. I hate them. Um, speaking of foods we hate, I hate mint flavoring. <gasps> See, I disagree. Wow. Is it like peppermint or like spearmint or just almonds? All mint. I don't think it should be in like milkshakes or like sweet things. I don't think chocolate should be mixed with mint. I think it's wrong. And I'm, oh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. That is the worst one because it's cold and it's, it's, I can't explain it. And I'm not going to say, oh, it's like I'm eating toothpaste because I don't think that that's true. I don't think that's how... I would describe it. Because they're different kinds of mints. Yeah. But what I will say is it's very refreshing. I am particular, like, I love mint chocolate chip ice cream. But what I will say is because of how, like, the mint is so, yeah, like, cold. Most people say spicy. I don't know if that's a word I would use. But it's, like, very cold and, like, a sharp taste. You have to have it with dark chocolate. If you have mint ice cream with, like, the semi-sweet, like, super sweet chocolate, it's too much. But like mint chocolate chip ice cream with dark chocolate chocolate chips is a 10 out of 10. That was very specific. Thank you. But I have, I'm a little bit of a peppermint um, connoisseur. Is that the right word? Yeah. Because um, I've liked it since I was a little kid. Uh, opposite of the banana issue. Like even when I was really young, like pre-teeth, I would just like eat candy canes like all year round. It was one of my favorites. Like I love, I've always liked that flavor. Also going along with food, Cheerios. Agree. It tastes like cardboard. Yeah. Our options growing up were either Rice Krispies or Cheerios. Oh, and you bet your bottom I was choosing Cheerios. I mean, oh, shoot. <laughs> I was choosing Rice Krispies. Um, for one, Rice Krispies are really good. I'm not the biggest cereal person. It's just, like, not my thing because I don't hate it, so I'm not going to put it on here, but I'm not the biggest fan of milk. So, like, cereal is not my thing. I know. But I don't hate it. I think that's the only reason that our friendship works. Um, I respect your obsession with milk. But Cheerios, I just don't like. And Nasaya loved them. My previous roommate, sorry, I don't know if I can name drop. 
My previous roommate loved Cheerios, and I never understood it because I don't. They don't taste like anything, and they're just kind of no. No. What else do you hate? So many things. I think one of the biggest things that I hate. <laughs> don't look at me like that. Are shoes? I'm very much a barefoot person, and although I have somewhat sensitive feet, like. I don't, I don't know that I have tough enough feet to always be barefoot, but I really hate wearing shoes. Like some people, first thing when they come home, it's like, okay, I need to take my hair out of this ponytail or whatever it is. For me, it's shoes. I immediately want to be barefoot. I'm not bothered by walking like downstairs to my apartment complex or like outside. Like I'll get in an elevator or walk down hallways without shoes on. Like I'm the person in the hotel that walks around without shoes on and everyone yells at them because I just don't like shoes. They really make me feel uncomfortable. I prefer to be barefoot. Don't know if that was because I was a dancer or what, but shoes are just not my thing. I don't like them. But that being said, I also hate when people get in my bed with dirty feet. So although I'm a barefoot queen, I do have to wash my feet before I get in bed. I don't know how people can just like get in bed without washing off their feet. So they, they complement each other. On that note, I w- the dirty feet thing, I agree, but with socks. You can't wear outside socks to bed or like in your bed at all. If you've worn them in your shoes, they're outside socks. You have to put clean ones on if you're going to get in bed with socks. That's completely valid. Um, I don't hate it for other people, but I know this is something you do. I hate sleeping with socks on. I can't do it. I can't. Unless I'm, like, really, really sick and I have a fever and, like, stuff is weird, I cannot sleep with socks on. I hate it. I don't I don't mind if other people, like, if you're sleeping in socks on, I don't feel personally attacked, but I can't do it. Some people feel personally attacked by me sleeping in socks. Yeah, they do. You are a sock sleeper, though. And I will own that. That's valid. Do you want to know what I have on my list that, yeah. like, g- correlates to the things that happened today? To today specifically, yeah. Being overwhelmed is something that I hate. Oh, no, absolutely. I also think, like, when I'm ready to have a mental breakdown and I'm not in a place where I can have one, like, when I'm in the middle of a math test and all I want to do is, like, cry and sing sad songs in my car or, like, scream and the atmosphere is not one that I can break down in because, yeah, being overwhelmed or anxious or whatever it is, I hate that. Like, I need an escape route because sometimes those moments hit you in the middle of just inconvenient times like there's definitely moments where I'm like oh I need to scream right now or like listen to a sad song or whatever it is and I can't because I'm in class or the grocery store or just like busy that is awful I hate it like you need an escape route you almost need like free passes like get out of jail free cards but like get out of this situation so I can have my mental breakdown in an enclosed private space yeah um going back to milk i know you don't like milk mm-hmm. and i love milk but i hate when milk tries to be different like trumu has this milk that's like cookies and cream flavor um orange dream they ha- even have mint milk oh see here's my thing about milk i'm not the biggest fan of it the only reason i really like it well, I, I drink coffee so the combination of that but When I was younger, I'd always, you know, at my grandparents' house, we would make flavored milk. So, like, chocolate milk, 
hot take. I like strawberry milk, but you had to make it from original milk. I don't like when you buy pre-made chocolate milk. It's not the same. Like Nesquik is my life and my childhood, and that's not the same as pre-made chocolate milk. They're different. So I'll agree with you. Also, who wants to drink mint milk? I don't know if I could do I don't. I don't like milk. I love milk, and I wouldn't do it. Yeah, but, like, I could drink a mint milkshake. No, you're wrong. You're canceled. Please leave the podcast. And that was it. <laughs> I'll probably not be welcome back. I'm kidding. But something else you hate? I hate that I'm allergic to cats because I really like cats. I think that actually, personality-wise, we get along really well. Um, they're low enough maintenance that I feel responsible enough to take care of a cat. They're a little bit rude, um, a little bit standoffish, and I love that. I think that we'd get along really well. The problem is I'm super allergic. So I kind of hate that I'm allergic to cats because I think that would maybe be the pet for me, but it just has not worked out in my fate, which is such a bummer. Um, Ferguson is not low maintenance. I would say like a lower maintenance pet though. Like dogs are so much more high maintenance, hot take. Hot take is correct. Because you have to groom them more. I think the training's harder. Like there's just a lot more that goes into dogs than cats. Like I do think I'd be a great cat pet owner. But I, I can't. I'm allergic. I also hate leggings. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you wear leggings. I love leggings. I know. That's why I had to bring it up. And flared leggings are not flared leggings. They're, They're yoga, yoga pants. pants. No, to everyone. Here's here's my thing is I'm okay with certain trends coming back. Ooh, I have one that I do hate we can touch on, but really quick. I'm fine if trends come back, but you have to acknowledge that it was a previous trend because the previous trend was yoga pants and specifically the ones from Victoria's Secret with the waistband that folded down. Why that was a thing, I don't totally know, because actually even before that, yoga pants as a dancer, like I grew up dancing in them, specifically in hip-hop and jazz. They're they're kind of known as jazz pants, actually, in like the dance world. Now it's from, don't quote me, but like I think the 80s or 90s, like that was a thing. So I'm like, don't change the name. These are not flared leggings, and they're yoga pants, and they have come back around a few times as a trend, and I think you just need to respect the previous trend call it what it's supposed to be called also hot take i really hate low-waisted anything but specifically jeans i don't like them they shouldn't exist even like models and stuff who wear them i'm like that's just too much they're just they're not practical you know all aside from flattering and whatever like i do think there are clothes that are maybe more flattering on other people than myself, which is why I don't like certain clothing. But when it comes to low-rise leggings, like, you are so restricted in movement. They don't go with a lot of tops and shoes. Like, And also with low-rise specifically, they almost always make them a flare or a super skinny jean, which I don't think has a lot of variety. Like, those are not the most flattering or practical styles to wear. I just, I feel like they're not it. Speaking of low-rise or jeans in general, the trend now to fold over the top of your waistband. Thoughts on this? I've seen it done well. I just don't think I could ever personally do it. I also don't understand, 
because so with that trend you typically also have to have your pants undone that doesn't make sense to me i am anti not having your pants or clothing just fully assembled on your body it, it doesn't make sense to me not a fan oh i'd be sitting with my pants unbuttoned all the time right but not like if if you're if your goal is fashion oh no because like as a fellow not eat gluten person I understand sometimes you do need to give your, give yourself a little room. But no, I don't think that a fashion trend is having your pants undone. Speaking of gluten-free, um, when I hate that gluten-free food is always like an upcharge. It's so much. No, that that honestly one of the things that I hate the most because and you and I are in. So like I'm in a position, at least I can speak for myself, is that. Um, I really shouldn't have gluten. I'm not supposed to have gluten. They've tested me for it, but I can eat it. I'm not going to like go into anaphylaxis or anything. Anaphylaxis? Yeah. I'm not going to have like an actual allergic reaction or anything like that. Some people have it way more severe. And it's so frustrating because I can't always afford all of the groceries that I need. And it's just so hard because I either have to choose, you know, certain items that I can afford or to just not have any pastas or breads or anything like that. And I feel a lot of pressure to just eat bread or eat pasta. And that sucks because I will gluten myself and then feel really sick because I don't have the extra $2 to pay for the gluten-free option. And why is it so much more expensive? I don't know. I bought ravioli and it was not gluten-free, but it tastes so good. Did it make me sick? Yes. But like it was way cheaper than the gluten-free option. Yeah, and I'm not upset that, like, gluten-free sometimes doesn't taste as good because I understand it's made with different ingredients. As much as it's a bummer, I get it. I'm not upset about the taste thing, but the cost, it's it's so hard. It's so hard. And it makes sense, like, when you buy things that are organic, it's because they're grown in a certain environment that, you know, requires different materials and chemicals and all that stuff so it makes a little bit of sense that that stuff is an upcharge gluten-free i don't understand why because those flowers already exist it bothers me we hate it we hate it what were you gonna say i just have more things that i hate but i don't know where we're at just talk about whatever more things that i hate is why i told you to write down a list look i have a mental list and i may or may not have accidentally fallen asleep before this and that's why i was seven minutes late oh i took a nap too okay great i know i just i don't wake up to alarms um also something that i hate is itching it's like one of the things that makes me feel so uncomfortable and it's like not even on my personal self like i obviously don't I don't. It really bothers me. Like, I hate it. And growing up somewhere, like, where I'm originally from in Minden, there's so many mosquitoes, and it was so stressful because as a kid, I hated, I just hate itching. I also hate when other people do it. Like, if you are trying to talk to me and you, like, itch your arm or something, I will walk away from you 100%. I hate the sound. I hate the look of it. It really, really bothers me. It almost makes me feel a little nauseous. Like, I can't with itching. It really bugs me. That's so crazy. I've never known that. It's like, yeah, even talking about it makes me feel a little uncomfortable, but I hate it. It just, it really bothers me. I'm not a fan. Crazy. 
Um, the sound stopped working for a second. Do you know what part? Are we good? Yeah, it was just like right now. Oh, okay, okay. Let's talk about driving in Utah. Oh, no. Okay, so we're two out-of-staters. Out of Is that the right way to say that? Um, Isabella's originally from Arizona, and I'm from Nevada. And nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> to preface, I think Nevada drivers have their own problem. I think, you know, so not to specifically target Utah, but let's specifically target Utah because something that I hate not even just like I don't hate Utah drivers, but I hate the specific thing that they do. And I don't know why this seems to be a commonality, but Utah drivers feel, again, this is not everyone, entitled. And it's really frustrating because you know that mentality on your end, like you are exerting this mentality of, oh, I'm feeling really generous today. I'm going to let people in or you go ahead. You have the right of way. I'll let you go first. And you both pull up to that four-way stop and you give them that really nice wave and they go ahead and go like you're exerting, you're taking your right of way and handing it off to that other person. For some reason, Utah drivers feel like the receivers, even if you're not giving that to them. So they'll like cut right in front of you and they're like, thanks for letting me in. It's like, I wasn't letting you in. You cut me off. There's a difference. To be fair with the four-way stop situation, they don't have a ton of those here. They have roundabouts, which I also hate because roundabouts are so much worse because you get cut off so much easier than if it was like a four-way stop. See, I think they're fun because we had one by my neighborhood. Well, so small town. We only had, I think our entire town has two stoplights. And then we put in a roundabout at one park because it was a little wild. Um, but it was right by to get from my neighborhood out into the main road it's called Main Street. Anyways, um, I my sister's friend, her mom would pick us up sometimes and she would go around the roundabout and she wouldn't exit the roundabout until we all said our favorite thing that was in our lunch or our favorite part of the day, whatever the question was. And it was always so fun because we'd all yell our thing really fast. Like, I had applesauce. Like, I had chips. And you keep going. And then there's always that one kid that was like, um, I don't remember what I had for lunch. And we'd go around the roundabout like 10 times before they would exit. It was fun. Anyways, kind of a side note or a roundabout of our conversation, if you will. But I just, it's like Utah drivers feel like they're like, oh, you're just going to let me go first. You're just going to let me cut in front of you. And you're just going to let me make this turn. Like, they just, they they get in your way so poorly. And it just bothers me, too, because I'm like, do you not realize that everyone on the road is trying to get somewhere right now? You are not the only one that has somewhere to be. Like, I promise, I'm not just driving around for fun. We're all trying to get somewhere. And when we were driving to Walmart and you were following me, that guy who, like, got between us, he was so mad that I was driving the speed limit. And he, like, finally, when we got onto, like, a bigger road, he turned, he, like, went around me and got so far, like, quickly into my lane, he almost flipped his car. Yeah, he was so aggressive to get, first of all, he cut right in between Isabella and I, which I understand sometimes when you're trying to drive with someone or it's not carpool caravan when you're trying to somewhat caravan with someone follow them along sometimes people will get in the middle of you but when I tell you I was pretty close to Isabella and that guy really got in between which bothered me
but then yeah isabella was going the exact not the exact speed limit but basically the speed limit and this person wanted to go probably 15 miles per hour faster and was so aggressive about it also my car was having troubles so i couldn't really like not that i'm condoning speeding but i couldn't go any faster than what i was going Right. Part of the caravanning was I was following her to take her car to get looked at because I was going to bring her back. So it was, yeah, intentionally going the speed limit. You were not about to rev up your car for no reason. But yeah, they had no mind. No mind for you going the speed limit. No mind for the speed limit just in general. No mind for the two of us trying to stay together. Um, They also, to pass you, went into a lane that was almost non-existent, like a merging lane. So they sort of pulled an illegal move just to get around you, which I thought was funny because then we immediately got to a roundabout in which they went a different direction than us. So they would have only been behind you for maybe 10 more seconds of their drive. But see, they were so entitled. They, they couldn't do it. He couldn't risk that 10 seconds of his life. No, bothered. Also, people here don't use blinkers. Yeah, they don't. Driving here is rough, people. It just, it makes me frustrated. It, it really does. Also, last night driving home um, from our fun little repelling arcade nonsense, um, so many people were flashing their brights or just driving with their brights on, and that was so frustrating. You couldn't see anything. I hate when people have their brights on for no reason. It bugs me. Yeah, that's a toughie. Because you can't even, like, tell them to stop. Like, you can flash your brights. But it's not going to do much. Right. It doesn't do anything. Also, kind of on the same topic, but a little bit different. Which, I know this is probably a common thing, but I think it bothers me more than most, arguably. Is people with bad intentions. And obviously, we all hate people with bad intentions. But that goes with drivers. That goes with everyone. Like, even if you are, you know, like, let's say you get me this super awesome gift it's like real expensive and whatever if you're doing it in any way out of pity or to like get one up on me so that I'll do something for you like you feel like okay I can buy her this gift so now she has to do this for me if it's anything ill-intentioned I don't want it and it really bothers me like I will hand back gifts or anything like that like if you buy me a Starbucks completely out of pity or like anything negative I will dump it out I won't drink it because I can't stand when people do things with bad intentions, even if the action is good. Like, if you're doing, even if it's something negative with a good intention, I can handle that. But when people are, like, purposely acting with bad intention or they think that, like, passive aggressiveness or, like, backhanded anything, whether it's gifts, compliments, I don't care. I don't want it. It bothers me so much. So much. I've never thought about that, but I can agree. There's just so many instances, and I don't know, um, not to single anyone out, um, but, like, a lot of it happens with, like, gifts or, like, money. I think a lot of people find themselves in situations with money where it's like, oh, this person paid for this, but now they're expecting this and this and this and this, where it's like, oh, I bought you, I don't know, this pair of earrings, and I expect you to, I don't know, wear them for prom and buy a dress that matches it and do all this stuff and then send me all the pictures and then go out to, you know what I mean? Just all these things that you're like, wow, this person has almost manipulated me or created such an awkward, hostile, passive-aggressive, whatever situation, even if what they did was was good and 
good intended. And, and one of those two, like for, cause I have like when people take you out to eat and then all they talk about is your weight and they like are buying your lunch and they expect you to get a salad and you're like, okay, well no, then I'll pay for myself so I can get whatever I want because I'm getting a cheeseburger. And if you're only going to pay for me, if I order a salad, then you're not going to pay for me. You know, it's that kind of mentality, like that, that ill intention. I'm going to be really honest. I think that happens to you more than it happens to most people. Not anything that you're doing personally, but I just can't think of many instances. I can think of two and they both involve dating. Yeah, it happens a lot in dating. I I think it's either like dating or family dynamics. Um, Honestly, pageants are that kind of a way because there's a lot of money involved I think going to college is one of them too when parents are like, oh, I'll pay for your college, but only if you major in this certain thing or go to this certain school, I think is a common, that's not my case, but I've, I've seen it a lot. Yeah, dating is one of those where it's like, oh, I'll do this for you, but only because I'm expecting this certain outcome. And it's like, okay, then I will never, like then I'll pay for myself or I'll drive myself or I'll open my own doors. That's my other big thing. Like I'm, I'm someone that love chivalry don't get me wrong like I really appreciate when people are chivalrous to me but I'm also a youngest child like I have youngest child syndrome so hard so I like to push the elevator button I like to be the first to the door like that's just something in me I, th- I we call it youngest child syndrome I don't know what it actually is but I hate when people get mad about that because they wanted to open the door for me or something like that not because they wanted to be chivalrous but because they wanted the thank you like when they open the door and they're they're waiting for that like oh my gosh thank you for opening this door for me I appreciate it so much and it's like well no like you should do it to be nice or don't do it I can open a door I would actually like to be the first to the door because I like being the first everywhere but if you're gonna do it for me it shouldn't be because you're expecting my like praise you know I hate, I hate, I'm a big intentions person and I hate when people have any negative intention and I don't put up with it because to me, and maybe this is thinking too far into it, but when you learn about like conditioning and psychology, whether it's like classical conditioning or whatever, I feel like if you give into that, I say manipulation, but it's also just like if you let people execute that plan, even if their intentions are negative, then it reinforces that they can keep doing that. So I do not put up with it. I'm so quick to like open my own door and not accept gifts and all of the things because I'm not doing it. You are the most passionate about that than I've than anything you've ever talked about here. Wow. Thanks, I think. You're welcome. I'm just all about people being good people. And look, again, like you don't have to be perfect if if things that you do don't turn out, like, I'm, I'm never upset by that. But good intentions, everybody. You do things with good intention. That's all I care. Like, my favorite thing ever is when people really try to get me a gift, and I know they don't know me at all. And they're like, here's this thing, and it's, like, coconut flavored, and it's got, like, all the things that I don't like. And I'm like, thank you so much, because I know this came from a good place. I don't even care. Like, I will eat an Almond Joy from someone that like really tried and is kind and I hate almond joys but I will do it I'm gonna bring you an almond joy tomorrow look if it's with good intention I will eat it I will eat it for you I'm not gonna bring you an almond joy I'll bring you a coffee yeah but I like coffee 
Yeah, I know. That's the point. I would get you a coffee over anything else because I know you love coffee. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Good. Anyways. Isabella's a good intention, a good intended person. I try to be. I really do. Even though I hate so many things, there are things that I like and people that I like. Carly being one of them. So thanks for being on here with me. Thanks for sharing the things that you hate. And stay tuned for next week. Hopefully we'll have a new guest. Bye, guys.